Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. David Darst is with us, former managing director and chief investment strategist at Morgan Stanley Wealth Management, now chief investment officer with Americana Partners. Hi, David Darst. Thanks for being with us. David, people are getting nervous. Um, you could see that the markets, after a tough January, tried to give it a go. Now we have rate hikes. We have Russia-Ukraine tensions and whatever else, inflation that just won't go away. How are you feeling about the market? Are you going to be an investor? Does it, I mean, in the end, does it matter all of these headlines? Is it a lot of noise? I mean, I think they're important, but as an investor, you still invest? Yes, Nicole, you need a diversified approach right now. We've talked about this. You need one-third growth. Some of these great tech giants, the apples of the world, the alphabets of the world, Nicole, uh, the Microsofts of the world. That's the first group, your growth group. And any any weakness there, it's time to slowly accumulate. Second group is the value sector. And this you, there you have the banks, which are actually doing well this year. They're up several percent. And you have the energy stocks, which are up about 20% this year. So uh, this, the value. And thirdly, Nicole, is the defensive part of the, the universe. And that's your... Um, that's your health care in particular. It's some of your yield-oriented utilities, okay, where you have good solid utility uh, yields. So uh, this is a time, yes, to be cautious. The five themes of this year, Nicole, number one is growing but slowing. Number two is transitioning. We're in a new monetary, we're in a new monetary world. We're in a new geopolitical world, as you just pointed out. And don't forget, we're in a new political world. This is a an election year. You have Tuesday, November the 8th. That's not that far away. You have um, volatility. This is something, make volatility your friend. Use this. Buffett loves volatility. You've, you've heard me talk about this. You and I have exchanged views on this for many years. He loves it because it basically uh, causes people to panic and sell good things. And there'll be, there are good things on sale. They're not on a panic sale, but they're, they're cheaper than they were. The fourth thing is differentiating. And this is where it's a stock pickers market. It's an asset selection market. If you're going to go into something like private equity, you need to make sure you have a good sponsor, a good private equity manager, because the difference between a good one and a not so good one is very wide in alternative assets. And lastly is challenging. This is a, uh, we the easy money has been made. We're going to have to fight for it. This is like the Super Bowl between the Bengals and the Rams. It's, it's basically an even matched contest and it's not an, it's not a blowout. This is not a blowout on the downside nor on the upside. So uh, these are the themes that we're looking at right here. This is an right. unusual environment, Nicole, very unusual environment where you have. It is. We haven't had anything like this. We haven't had anything like this. I'm going to jump in because I, I know you have four picks for us today, and I want to give them time and for you to explain why these are the ones you've chosen. Um, you have two names, big names we know, and that's Disney and Coca-Cola. Tell me about Disney and Coca-Cola and why these should be a part of a I guess a long-term portfolio, right? You're not saying buy these today and sell them by summer. And Nicole, the last time I was on, ever since the last time I was on, I resolved not to just run away, but to pause every once in a while so that you could get a word in edgewise. Um, Disney 
is uh, basically a play on, of course, streaming. You know, they just reported earnings, and they added, Nicole, 12 million new subscribers in the fourth quarter. That compares to only 2 million in the third quarter. And believe it or not, they're up to 130 million subscribers so far on this Disney Plus uh, offering that they have. Their goal is to get 250 uh, to 260 by 2025. Uh, our feeling is they're going to get there. This is a reopening play, Nicole. Theme parks, movies, cruises. What I love about Disney is they have a 16% return on equity, and they are they are a global franchise. So as I think as as things open up, uh, this will be a, a a wonderful place to uh, uh, to participate. Three ways: movies theme parks, cruises, and of course, if people stay home, they can watch the Disney Plus channel. Coca-Cola, on the other hand, listen to this, Disney's got a 16% return on equity. Coca-Cola has a 27% return on equity, Nicole. The, um, uh, they're supposed to grow earnings pretty solid. This is going to be a year of uh, choppy earnings. Maybe you'll get 9% earnings for the S&P 500. Um, Coca-Cola is projecting, projecting 12% earnings growth this year and another 12% growth next year. Uh, emerging markets are improving and um, it, they are pruning brands. My, my late wife loved to drink Tab. Uh, they're getting rid of Tab. They're not going to get Adwala. They're going to get rid of some of these things. They've got a very improved pricing uh, uh, framework right now. And as you know, they are the dominant beverage over their big competitor, PepsiCo, in on-premise. So as people go out, that's a bit of also of a reopening yeah. play, Nicole. All right. There was a woman in my building who ordered tab cases and cases. I remember they used to come. Now she gets cases and cases of Coke Zero. So I guess there is an alternative. Um, that being said, and may your wife rest in peace, we love when you're on David Darst, you're always a great friend of our network. Last but not least, uh, Raytheon and Boyd Gaming are your other two names. Tell us why you like those. Thank you, Thank you so much, Nicole. Uh, Raytheon, uh, uh, four numbers. First of all, the stock yields 2.2%. Secondly, they, have a they also have a 17% return on equity. They have 50% of their business is defense and 50% of it with the United Technologies acquisition. 50% of it is jet aircraft and parts. Uh, so the uh, air travel, as you may know, uh, is only 55% in January, only 55% of the 2019 level. So you've got a lot of room on the upside. This is also a 12% earnings grower there by their forecast for uh, 2022. Boyd Gaming, Nicole, uh, I'm not a big online betting person, but if you are a, an online betting person, you want to basically get involved with Boyd Gaming. What I like about it is it's a cheap multiple. It's 14 times earnings. Uh, it's based in Paradise, Nevada, believe it or not. And 33% of their business comes from locals. So you're not paying for hotels, for people to come in and conventions and all the costs for many of the big casinos. But Boyd Gaming is that they're in 10 states uh, and they're giving you a tremendous exposure to this online betting weight. Did you see the Super Bowl? $7.6 billion was wagered on the uh, Rams versus the uh, uh, the Bengals. The um, It's less leveraged than its peers, Nicole, and it 
owns almost all of its real estate. So this is a conservative way to play uh, online gaming, which we think has a future. It's amazing. Uh, that's another thing, whether people are at home or going out, uh, that's basically uh, in both um, uh, in both sectors. It's so great to see you, David. Uh, you're always super on the show. We like these picks. Raytheon, Boyd, Disney, Coca-Cola, David Darst. Thanks for being on the watch list all the time. We appreciate it. David Darst, Chief Investment Officer, Americana Partners. Thank you. Good to see Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. See you soon.